Hey, Christian. Yeah? Will you look into the mirror? <laughs> what, what will I see? Even the wisest cannot tell. Oh. For the mirror shows many things. Is one of those things the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring? <laughs> and some things... <laughs> that have not yet come to pass... I just love that pause. Globalists, this movie is pointing to a huge real-world conspiracy. What is it? The JFK of Middle-Earth. Right. Who is... Frodo? Gandalf? Gandalf, maybe? Gandalf. Gandalf. He's more of a torchbearer of good. Like sure. JFK, it was a, you know, a, a uh, symbol. And, yeah. he, and he also didn't do that much. True. Yeah, Gandalf would just sort of like, "Hey, I know I care." Wow, yeah. magic fireworks. That, I, I, I fear I may have probably offended someone <laughs> with that joke. Um, I, I was a fan of JFK mm-hmm. back in my day. Yeah. <laughs> um, back in my yeah, day. Gandalf doesn't do shit. Like he, he's a wizard who has no magical ability, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he clearly does because he like fights that demon. But he doesn't even really fight it. He like hits his stick like on the ground it. and the bridge breaks. That's true. It's like you could have done that with anything. With just a normal stick. It was just a normal <laughs> stick. And like obviously we're meant to imply that he like magically caused the bridge to collapse. But the mm. way it's represented visually <laughs> is just he hit it in just the right spot. Yeah. And then it fell and he just falls into a pit. It's not yeah. like there's nothing magical about that. Have you ever fallen into a pit, Christian? No. Exactly. That's fair. <laughs> It really isn't until uh, later movies that we see him do anything vaguely magical. And the only thing that we see in that case is he just comes back to life. He comes back to life and he makes a bunch of light. Like he does yeah. what a flashlight could exactly. do. Exactly. He, he is the worst wizard <laughs> in all movies. He, he is very disappointing. He doesn't do shit. I mean, honestly, his fireworks are the most impressive thing that he does in all of the movies. And they're just fireworks. And they're like, just actual normal fireworks. They are just fireworks. The dragon thing is impressive. But sure. he didn't actually do that. Because if you, if you watch Carol, it's just like they light it and it goes off. So the, yeah. the firework is acting on its own. He's mm-hmm. not causing it to happen. Yeah. He, so it's at not best, he's a good trick. engineer. Yes, exactly. He's a <laughs> good with gunpowder well so maybe that's actually the secret i think we uncovered the biggest conspiracy of all that there is no magic that gandalf is an engineer oh. he, he breaks the bridge by knowing its precise weak point yes he he found a way to filter light through a prism so that he could yes. do it with the staff and he he made these amazing fireworks that basically are magic but turns out he's just very good at making so he's like stuff. he's like the wizard of oz yeah he, basically. he's like really good at yeah. tricking these primitive cultures <laughs> with this like sort of like futuristic <laughs> technology yeah. or like knowledge of of mm-hmm. how things and being work. like yes it's me wizard gandalf yeah that, no honestly though yep. no i uh, except for the whole coming back to life bit. but 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 who's the only person who saw that happen the balrog gandalf oh <laughs> while oh, in yeah, the balrog <laughs> 
Who Sorry. might not have existed? Because he didn't exist. affect anyone else. They saw could have been it. a projection. It could have been a projection. Oh my god, it was totally a projection. Or like this another, is the best conspiracy. Or like another like fireworks thing. Like he could have built the ball ball rock. Yeah. We have evidence to believe, based on that dragon, that he did that he has that the he ability has the ability to, to do build that. something like that. Yeah. And then wanted to like exit in dramatic fashion and he so he fell, but onto of course a very a, a very well engineered yeah. trampoline that he, he was. He caused he engineered that fall. Oh my god. And like it was also that he could then like pretend to come back to life mm-hmm, so that people inspire. would like like be like, Wow, you're fucking impressive and yeah. like inspire them. Oh, yeah. you're clean now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe because maybe like the the like he knew that the other kingdoms or whatever, like Rohan and all that, they would only yeah. like they would only join the cause if they're like, holy shit, he died and came back to life. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do what that guy says. Yeah. Like, that's why Andy Kaufman's our president. Because <laughs> he did die and came back to life. <laughs> as did. we all know, as we all know, that's what this movie is a conspiracy <laughs> about. <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, Gandalf can't do real magic. Wow. It's it's proven prove me wrong i mean technically it's not a real world conspiracy so it doesn't quite <laughs> yeah. fit the context yeah but i do think but it is it, this pretty is the place for it yeah yeah oh man <laughs> i mean it, the lord of the rings and its surrounding fandom has become almost the real world experience yeah in terms of how pervasive it is yeah so to say gandalf doesn't do actual magic was like maybe more likely to get you killed than saying 9-11 was an inside job there's somebody listening to this right now like shit they're on to us yeah 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 Yeah. we got them we 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 really gotta hide out we got you in our sights hide out after this one yeah we got Scientologists coming after us. Now we yeah. got those Gandalf magic truthers coming after <laughs> Gandalf us. Gandalf magic truthers. <laughs> or is that us? No, that's us. That's what we're the that, magic. That's truthers. what the documentary Loose Rings would be about. Loose Rings. <laughs> Loose Rings. <laughs> Feminist theory. Oh yeah, the Bechdel test definitely. Not. It passes literally none of the like, and obviously, you know, as any as any feminist film critic or critic of anything would tell you a lot of those tests are more for fun they're not really like hard and fast rules for Mm -hmm. what constitutes feminism what isn't feminism but if you're going off of the Bechdel test or the sexy lamp test Mm -hmm. or some of those other ones it's like they fail if this movie fails all of them so yeah everyone it's it's impossible for it not to because there are never two women on screen (sighs) at the same time and they don't do anything they don't get to do anything nope or have any agency of their own and honestly Arwen I mean she saves Frodo. Why? Yeah. To help Aragorn. Yeah. Less she about wants, Frodo in the ring. That D. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, but she does. She does clearly. There want was that delete in the extended edition, which clearly you didn't watch. There's this scene where they're where she's like, "I want. That I give D. you my pendant, and in exchange, <laughs> give me that give D. me your D." And he says, my, my, my D? My D? My D. My D. You cannot handle my D. <laughs> Traveler. <laughs> Strider. That's just what that turned Strider's into. Strider's D. <laughs> Sam saying Strider's D. Strider. That's, that's the way. That's the one. Oh, man. Sam's accent. Sam's accent is charming, but also so, so silly. So weird. Strider. 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 Potatoes. <laughs> I know that's not in this movie. It's but not from this movie, sorry, Christian. Sorry, Stop it. Sorry. So, feminist theory. No. Uh, not ideal. 
At not all. ideal, but there are a couple nice little check marks but, for but representation yes. of male friendship. The, the and male representation of male relationships yeah. is actually fairly refreshing. Mm-hmm. It's not perfect, no, uh, because it is also very um, centered around violence and men of right. action and that kind of thing. Yeah, but they do have an affordance for being less uh, mm-hmm. action oriented, yeah. like. There are male characters who get to be not good with swords and not right. good at all these things, yeah, but four, still be four valuable. of the nine people. Mary Pippin, Sam and Frodo are like pretty much yeah. useless in combat and are still seen as valid humans. Yes. Or hobbits. Uh, valuable, <laughs> valuable as men. Yeah. Beyond. Yeah. So in yeah. that sense, the male relationships yeah. are great. Yeah. yeah. Great. Everything to do with women. Not Awful. good. Real. Not bad. well done Real at all. Bad. Um, it, it, and I, I keep coming back to this and this will be the last thing. Okay. I swear. What what baffles me most about the the way women are in this movie mm-hmm. is not so much the way that they are represented, but the fact that they're basically not represented. Yep. Other than that's the biggest problem. Two characters and then a woman that one of the characters is pining for. Yeah. Other that than you that, see there are no characters who do anything of note. <sighs> Or even appear on screen. Yeah, like they're not even. In the it's background. not even women not doing anything. It's women not, not existing. Even being there. It's crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's all actually right. mind blowing. It's impressive almost that Peter Jackson made managed to make a movie with so few women in it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> in that sense, it's a feat. He he unlocked an achievement with this one. Yeah. Uh, Misogyny. <laughs> David, did you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with? How does the reaction inventory the dark smell? <laughs> oh my god. Hi, dark smell is me, a stripper. It's me, dark smell. <laughs> you know, dark smell's my favorite new Marvel hero. <laughs> Black Bull Store the nice. dark smell. Store the dark, the dark smell. I want to talk about face. Off. So here's David's two-second shot corner uh, where there's just one weird thing that happened in this movie that I don't understand. And it happens in the first couple minutes. Uh, The opening to this movie is amazing. Uh, The score is great. The credits are like the title cards are all very, very good. And then Caster Troy is camping out with this big old sniper and he's going to kill Sean Archer. He's going (laughs) to get him. And he and then like we see a mustache and that's fun. And that's I really like great. that mustache. So and good. I wish there was more of that mustache. And then like there's this dramatic close up on Castro Troy's mouth as he's looking through the scope of the sniper about to kill a person while he's with his child. And he takes a sip from some weird like 48 ounce gas station <laughs> drink. <laughs> And it's the strangest, most sensual sip that anyone's ever taken from a straw. And I love it so much. Yeah. And the straw is like carnival themed. It's like red and white. And he's just like, I'm going to kill a person. But first, Mountain Dew. My big, my big gulp. <laughs> yeah, he big gulps. That's actually. And it, yes. was just, it was just a, a wonderful moment of cinema. I really liked it. Oh, that's so good. That whole sequence is so strange because he's got that giant ass sniper rifle. And the way it's shot. Makes it look like he's like 20 feet away from I, I agree. I was like, why do you need that? And how does nobody see this? 
It's like a public park, and he's, he's just, just on a hill right with outside. no cover. Yeah. yeah, like he's not in trees or whatever. There might be like a tree nearby, but he's like out he's in the open on a, with a sniper a rifle pointed at a man and his child, and then he kills him. And, and then he kills a kid, and nobody anything. sees it. Ugh. Also, sniper rifles are super loud. Yeah. Like, as people have pointed out on the internet any number of times, mm-hmm. silencers don't work that well. Sure. Yeah. Especially not in a public park <laughs> where there's nothing to absorb the sound. It. Oh, my God. Yeah. So good. I yeah. love this movie. It's it's, it's bonkers. Uh, so that, that was one of my favorite single yeah. shots of this movie. That's a good, that's a good one. Really yeah. Good. Oh, man. If a character got a spinoff, which would it be and what would it be like? I could get behind that. I could also get into um, a spinoff about the daughter where it's just okay. like a like a teen high school rom-com sort of thing. But Ooh. in the background, oh it's about her dad <laughs> and, and fighting this international terrorist. So it's a simultaneous spinoff. Yes. Like it's yes, it's parallel. Why. It's parallel. Uh, yes. And then she has to deal with like weird shit. But like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just love the idea of a movie that's just like a teen, like just a teen comedy. Right. All of the main characters are teens. All of the leads are it's the drama is about teenagers. But stuff like stuff with her dad starts to get weirder and weirder as the movie goes on. It's like a side plot. My dad licked my face. Why he do that? He gave me he gave me this ridiculous knife, (laughs) this ridiculous butterfly knife and uh, told me how to like cut off my boyfriend's dick or whatever yeah. or like kill him basically right or kill him so the wound wound won't close like oh jesus um so, so do you do you see this movie ending before the ending of face off or after because i think that's an important choice because it's the ending of face off is very climactic and she is involved and so it would be tough to like not make it about that so i feel like it would maybe have to end like after he gives her the knife and then she does go and stab her boyfriend or something and like gets with a better guy and that's how it ends. I don't or know. Or maybe, maybe it ends much later. Maybe it oh. like projects a little bit after like okay. they bring the boy home and oh, yeah, like the, the maybe guy. she's like going off to school and then she sees or like college. I mean, she's like going off to college and then something comes up. I don't even know what it would be like her dad. Um, or like that boy comes back and tries to do something and then her dad kills him. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah, that would happen. Yeah. Why not? I don't know, man. You know, I, I, I like this idea, actually. I like the idea of setting a teen drama with, with another movie's plot happening yeah. in the background. I've always I always love the idea of a completely incongruous yep. story happening in the background mm-hmm. of an otherwise very straightforward yeah. film. I really even like though that it idea. would never work. No, but it, it could if it was made in a universe where face-off actually existed because as long as you pull it back just enough it's just a weird part of the movie yeah and plenty of movies have weird stuff in them sure and nobody bats an eye what if it's just ladybird but like <laughs> it's it's yes. ladybird but it's a very earnest heartfelt amazing movie about <laughs> someone trying to find their identity and their parents don't get it and then eventually their parents actually switch faces with other people. 
So it becomes about like teen identity. Yeah. Also like seeing how adults have <gasps> trouble with their identities oh too. God. And it's okay to struggle with your identity because oh it could change. I just realized that that's why they have her do the weird makeup at the beginning. Because it's like oh, foreshadowing man. for him being like, you're a different person every week. And then he literally becomes a different person every week. Oh, that's so good God and bad at the same it, time. John Woo. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking movie that's is pretty so good. weird. David, do you have anything you'd like to plug? I'd like to plug I every every week. I mean, I know. I bring it up specifically for week, you to do this. I, I, I think when you ask the question, hey, do you have anything you want to plug? I always want to say my butt, but I hmm. don't. And technically, I still haven't. <laughs> I'm surprised you go with my butt and not dat butt. Because uh, my inclination is to say dat butt. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what about Dax butt? Like Dax Shepard's butt? Yes. Is that okay? What about Drax butt? Oh, Drax As in butt. Drax yeah. from, Dracula's from... butt? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, I revealed my fetish. Drax on Drac. Drax on Drac Axe. Not Drax on Drac Drac on Drax Axe is the name of the porn I am creating. I would like to plug my porn, Drac on Drax Axe. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be good. I, I actually got uh, Drac on Drax Ash with Ash, and it's Bruce Campbell with, for with the Ash Dead. with Ash and Ash Ketchum and Ash Ketchum. and Ash body spray. They're all all wearing Axe. Drax on Drax Ash with a- with, with Ash, with Ash and, and Ash wearing Axe. <laughs> yeah, this makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Or maybe brought to you by Axe. Sure, because sure, they're sure, our, sure. our corporate sponsor. Thank you, Axe. You're sure, so generous. And TurboTax. And Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> Drac on Drax Axe starring Ash and Ash brought to you by Axe and TurboTax <laughs> coming this fall all of them are coming this fall in the meantime David do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with the spotty jelly oversees the balance <laughs> I want to be 30, flirty, and thriving. 30, flirty, and thriving. 30, flirty, and thriving. Wait, did you watch 13 going on 30? No. Let's Neil see what deGrasse it. Tyson's nitpicky realism corner. Oh, Neil deGrasse oh my Tyson's God, yes. nitpicky <laughs> realism corner is so perfect for this movie. I think that there's really nothing to nitpick. It's pretty much... <laughs> This drove me insane, and I went on a bit of a rant about it. The whole, the way the photographs when it got they got stolen and sent to Sparkle, yes. And the next, the next day, day they were, they on, were on, on bus buses. Yeah, I, I and didn't like, like that they one had either. changed the entire brand, and we were we were going on on about this. How the fuck? <laughs> what? Why? Why did that editor in chief thing happen? Because at yeah. the party, we meet yes. the editor-in-chief of The Sparkle, frizzy woman. Who is the person that Jennifer Garner was supposedly communicating with, mm-hmm. according to the letters that Judy Greer found. Right. Which means that that editor-in-chief was like, if gave you- Gave up her job? If yeah. You, yeah. She just gave her her job, which- Or what? is there a job higher than editor-in-chief at yeah. a magazine? Uh, maybe. Maybe she just moved on to, like, owner- or like yeah, maybe she CEO just bought, she bought the company. Yeah, she bought it and she's like, well, I'll need a new editor in chief. Yeah. It's oh you. Oh my God. 
Well, and, and they didn't even. Here's the other weird thing. Sparkle was on the up. Like, yes, they're like a million I, selling yes, a million yes, copies, yes. and uh, and Poise is on the way down. Why do they want to redesign like a high school magazine like Poise does? I, I said exactly like that, that, and it drove me. It. it drives me insane. Like, why would they be the ones doing a rebrand? <laughs> they're the ones who are winning. Like the whole point of the rebrand was because it was a desperate move, and everyone yeah. was like, "Man, a rebrand is a death sentence." Yeah, and it's like, so why would the company that <laughs> why would the magazine that's winning do the rebrand? If Maybe it's a because death they sentence? know the only reason why they've been selling well is because they've been copying what this other magazine is doing, and mm-hmm. if they don't have the steady source of ideas, they're just going to be tired and you old. Jump so ahead they had of the to, exactly right. sure sure. What if it what if it turns and out it that probably kills like, poise? So yeah, that's part of it. I think. Well, and like, if you're over at Sparkle, aren't you worried that maybe this is like an elaborate attempt to sink you? That like, we're giving you all of our rebrand, redesign ideas, and Mm -hmm. it's going to turn out to completely fuck over your entire steez, and then Poise comes back in a big way. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Also, if Lucy, um, who is only sabotaging at the end there and sending the rebrand over... If she was so confident in her work, the heroin chic thing, mm-hmm. she didn't even stick around for the uh, Jennifer Garner's for for Jenna's pitch. For, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, for Jenna's pitch. Why does she know that that's so successful right. that she should send that one over and that's not true. her own? Yeah. yeah, that's a huge hole. Huge hole. Huge hole. And I th- huge hole. Um, hairy hole. Black um, hole. <laughs> black hole. I think the most unbelievable thing about this movie for me. New York City, super nice apartment building. Yep. There's no like fun, wacky doorman to interact Ooh. with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. That no. Or, or cranky, yeah. bizarro door. Like or any door. Or any doorman. <laughs> I mean, sure, I'm sure there is one, but the fact that they chose to not have half the movie devoted to their <laughs> shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. Hello. It is a complete it's misopportunity. A very mis- uh, yeah, it's big unbelievable. Maybe the movie actually. was actually two and a half hours, but then yeah. they're like. So and so, like we gotta cut this out of there. (laughs) (laughs) The the security did look very lax on that building for two thousand four. This is post nine eleven. We're talking. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's also very unbelievable that nobody mentioned nine eleven. Yeah, in two thousand four, there was a picture of her with Rudy Giuliani. That's true. Which boy is that that holding up so well? But yeah, you'd think that she's like she lives and work in New York, works in New York City now, and she's probably like, oh, where's. I'm trying to find, figure out where everything is, and I don't have the World Trade Centers to. Yeah. Oh God. As a guide, to, as a guide oh, point. Man. Oh no. Do you yeah. think it was too soon? Oh shit. For I them to like. Yeah, I didn't talk even think that. about that. They yeah. never even brought up. She didn't know about 9/11. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah, that's actually unbelievable. Because she would have been like, "Hey, where are those two big ones? The two biggest buildings where are in the, the big world." Boys? Oh my God! I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Holy huh. shit. Yeah. Um. How about uh? Oh, fuck. I had another one. Um, How about, oh, how about that guy that Judy Greer points out at that bar being like <laughs> super unattractive? And she's like, there's this hottie oh, over there. There's multiple unbelievable oh, things about, about that scene. Oh, yeah. One, that they think he's attractive. That old guy, yeah. Being, he, they're like, that hottie. And I was like, nope, not that guy. And she knows. She's like, no, it's not that guy. That 13 year old boy that's eating a burger. Then she goes over to that boy and asks and says he's cute or asks him out. Yeah. And then he says, oh, sure. And is super confident yeah. with this 30 year old woman and says, like, let's go out sometime. That. And I find what? it hard to believe that the, that Judy Greer and Jenna Rink or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are <laughs> Tom Tom. Tom Tom are Tom, going Tom to um, this like 
a place that serves burgers to 13 year olds you know what i mean they could go <laughs> yeah, yeah, the true. fact that they're serving him at all yeah it really was like a fancy bar on one side and just like an old diner on the <laughs> other side it was like there was like a line down yeah, the middle like of the fucking not, place it's a, a cool place to go it was to. A super weird that no, was a super a weird, weird spot i think maybe it was like a perkins that had a bar too or something <laughs> like a really nice bar yeah, a nice perkins uh yeah it was super <laughs> fucking weird huh why is she I think she's probably not having sex with him because she's attracted to him but because it's somebody it's else's power, husband it's yeah. a power and play and she's an asshole and, and she doesn't it. value herself it's a right, whole thing but right. like I just have a hard time believing that he'd be allowed in the building yeah he's he's <laughs> the, real the doorman skeedy. wouldn't just turn him yes. away again doorman problems where is the doorman is to turn doorman? this person away I think where, all of the nitpicks the could have been just taken care of by yeah. the presence of a doorman yeah would have been easy That that is the real mystery of this movie is where's mm. the doorman who who doormans the doorman? Yeah, I was who doormans the yes. doorman himself? <laughs> who doors the doorman? I guess is that what it is? Quee quiz doorman, <laughs> quiz do doorman. <laughs> no, that's not how that. That's not how that works. Nope, oh shit! It. Is he the doorman? <gasps> he is the doorman. He is the doorman. He's the doorman. <laughs> that's how he gets. It. That's how he gets in. <laughs> that's how he, he's not the wife of someone in the art department at all. Yeah, he's he he so. That's how he got the job. Oh, so he got the oh, hookup. It's, oh, it's nepotism. Or he got the job and he. Fell in love the with the person, but it's oh, like his nice. Martha. He doesn't actually. <laughs> he doesn't it's actually all back to the all Americans. The Americans. <laughs> Why did Martha. you say that name? What? Oh, yeah, it's Martha. Yeah. It was a Martha Ooh, joke. Yep. No, was I get this it. movie also? I can't decide if it was UPS or FedEx that brought this movie FedEx. to us because she kicks that FedEx thing. Yeah. Oh, you're right. So though. we see the logo, but she's also like, "Oh, fuck you, FedEx yeah. box." What, I would be curious to watch it through again and look to see if there are any other shipping like, companies represented. Like somebody receiving a UPS package very happily yeah. in the background and then like she like destroys that FedEx. Or box. like a DHL worker like picking yeah. up an old lady from the sidewalk. <laughs> like Picking her up from the sidewalk? Yeah. yeah like to go out with. Like a pickup <laughs> yeah. artist DHL worker. No, because That's what it, a pickup no, artist is, right? It's literally yeah. just you go up to, you go up to women you, you them think up. are attractive. No, you because what had happened the is that when it that one time when it rained, that FedEx truck blew a bunch of um, like rainwater yeah. on this old lady. And she's <laughs> a little bird. So it just kind of, kind of knocked her to the sidewalk. <laughs> and then this DHL worker saw it happen. So he yeah. rushed over and he carried her to, to dry <laughs> To dry the DHL. <laughs> the DHL. Oh yeah, I do like I do like that idea. Yeah. <laughs> that it's an anti FedEx movie because <laughs> she <laughs> throws that one package that says yep. FedEx, I guess. Oh. And then in that so um, redesign symbolism. when they're oh. doing like heroin chic, mm. the woman is wearing a UPS oh, uniform. Nice. nice. What? So they trash both FedEx and yes. UPS. How great would that be? Yeah. <laughs> God, that that sequence is you true. Was that like pretty early DHL too? Like this would have been their first movie that they made as a studio. The DHL <laughs> like I feel like studios? DHL hasn't existed for D- that yeah, long. DHL, DHL studios. studios, yeah. Back in the day when moving companies yeah. were d- just starting to it's make the their right own way films. to brand. Why make commercials? They're expensive. Just make full length movies. Right, so much cheaper. Oh okay. man! All right. Well, thank you all for listening, David. Do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with? Does the diet capitalist air outside a chocolate? (laughs) (laughs) Bing bong. This is your captain speaking. We're at 3,500 feet and it's time to uh, ask you the most important question that we ask on every flight on this airline. Have you seen up in the air? Let's talk about it. 
uh, I learned something about myself yet last night, and that's that I like banana flavoring more than I like bananas. Uh, so I'm sorry to everyone out there. You can stop listening. It's fine. Yeah, I, I, I just I need to issue a formal apology. Um, I've featured David on this show pretty much throughout the whole run. Uh, I I never personally experienced any of the. Uh, any of the things he has since, since that have since come to light about him. Uh, and I apologize for bringing him back on. Uh, mostly I'm, I'm, I'm asking him to answer for his crimes. Mm-hmm. Basically it's, you know, I understand that it's hard David, to shake David, up the status David, quo. Yes. I'm not done with my apology. Oh, uh, <laughs> Stop interrupting Stop. my apology. <laughs> I'm apologizing for you, for you. Uh, yeah, no, banana flavoring is among the worst thing that's ever happened to culinary science. Yeah, that can, that shit can fuck up my mouth. I love it. Oh, man. Wow. All right. Well, we'll try to power through. If a character got a spinoff, which would it be and what would it be like? I, I would like to see um, a sort of like Joey style NBC comedy about the kid that uh that rents george clooney the car and says you forgot to use your hertz gold card because you forgot to give me your hertz gold reward. Or like yeah it was just yeah. like oh my god i loved that that was that so... guy because he really put his all into that line and i know there's more under the surface and i really want to get into what is driving him oh my god and that's what that's what the movie is called it's what, called, what's driving it's him? called drive <laughs> Oh my God, he's the, he's Ryan Gosling <laughs> yeah. from Drive. That was this. That's a prequel. So like, Drive is a spinoff of Up in the Air oh because God. that was him at a younger time when he was working in rental cars <laughs> and he was a lot more earnest, you know, a lot more. But that one, that moment, but that's really, where he got his that driving really, he really experience. Broke him when he when somebody that had so many rewards forgot to give him the Hertz gold pass member card. <laughs> and he was like, what does any of this even mean? Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't talk anymore. <laughs> and then drive. Happened. I shouldn't talk anymore <laughs> except for like a couple words yeah. at a time. I'll mumble every now and then and hang out with a little kid. But for the most part, I'll just kill some people. Yeah. Well, maybe in the course of renting people cars, he comes across like a lot of organized crime because they, they rent mm, a lot of cars yeah, to get rid of like yeah. bodies and shit. Burners. Yeah, burner, burner cars. Traceable. basically and he, he they like pay him to look the other way and that's what yeah. gets him involved into sort of the criminal yep. underworld yes and then he snaps and he has to like he, <laughs> he like becomes a driver for them and then it goes sort of spirals from there yeah uh, oh my god that's, that's that's so good uh that's so good and then uh the theme song to that or the song that plays during the end credits of that movie is hurt by johnny cash but it's hurts <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like the I will same, make you hurt. Yeah, it's just the same song, except there's a dub of some other person saying the word hurts. Or, or there's just a dub of a s at the end. <laughs> z- hurts. Hurts. <laughs> so doesn't I, even I, make any fucking <laughs> sense. But the kids love that song. Oh my god. Yeah, the kids love it. The kids. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Superlatives, who won, who lost, and why? I can't think of a song choice I actually liked in this movie. Now oh, that I Bust think a Move it. was pretty good. Oh shit, yeah, Young MC was there. Yeah, that was pretty good. And I like that scene in general in terms of yeah. uh, how they all get to sort of relax. And I and hope, then that I hope he did happens. get someone to fix his computer. <laughs> yeah, th- th- that poor guy. Oh, there we go. We could have a spinoff about Young MC and his quest <laughs> to get a fixed computer. <laughs> 
And like the only way he could think to do it is to go to all these like tech conferences and perform and, perform and ask on stage. Because it's too embarrassing to just like go he's, up to some another person. He's too self-conscious about asking for yeah. help. He actually just shuts down completely when he's off stage. Like he can't summon. He has so much anxiety. The only way that he can ever talk to anyone truly is by doing a show. And so this movie, yeah. is, we're going back to it because this is such a good, this is such a good idea. This movie is about young MC not being able to deal with any of his problems in real life and so like he breaks up with somebody on stage he's like what's up everybody Brittany we're not working out yeah like, and then like there's a, you know he invites doctors to come and he's like hey I've got this weird lump on my butt what's up y'all like what could it mean bust a move like I think that that would be an amazing comedic conceit for a movie oh, that's so good. Uh, a person that cannot deal with his problems except in the middle of live hype oh, shows that's so good the, the only problem is that then you'd have to listen to the song bust a move approximately a <laughs> hundred times he only has the song bust a move uh passengers this is your captain speaking uh have you seen up in the air uh hey, hey passengers uh, uh hey passengers it's me uh, uh sam elliott me, uh <laughs> sam <laughs> hey uh Oh, bros. Hey, it's me, Sam Elliott, bro. Oh, my God. It's me, Sam. I'm going to butt bong this fucking plane. Uh, Did you hear about the dude? (laughs) Hey, did you hear about that guy? Did you hear about the dude who abides and and stuff? (laughs) Hey, have you seen up in the air? Have you seen up in the air? Why are we getting older, too, as we're doing... Have you you fucking seen up in the air? I used to be a bro, and I would drink from my butt. Have you seen up in there? Magic. <laughs> it's getting into Gandalf territory. Have you seen up Have in you the air? seen up in the air? Oh, don't be the pole wagon. <laughs> Do not take me for some conjurer of cheap shit. <laughs> Butt chugging. <laughs> you go it. Pork. <laughs> All the hits. Oh my god. Um anything in there that you can use probably not no definitely not um hey have you seen up in the air let's uh it's so boring (laughs) no here here i'll be the foley and you be the captain okay bing bong hi (laughs) no oh i thought it was a doorbell I was like, oh, hi. <laughs> oh, hello. Do you need to answer that? Nah, fuck it. Okay, cool. Um, okay, take two. I'm the Foley. You're the captain doing an announcement on the plane about gotcha. up in the air. Gotcha. Bing bong. This is your captain speaking. We are flying at 35. No, this is the sound of the plane. Is that a sound of a plane from the inside of a plane? Okay. <laughs> It, okay, one more time. It really sounds like a cat on a on a race car. <laughs> cat on a hot tin roof of a plane. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <clears throat> oh no! Now we're in it. Okay. Bing bong. <laughs> I knew that was. I knew you were gonna be able to hold it. <laughs> It's so stupid. It's so dumb. Ooh. I love it. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not gonna look. No. It's worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna get a clean take. A oh. bing bong. I can't bing bong. <laughs> <laughs>
<sighs> okay. Bing bong. This is your captain speaking. We're at 3,500 feet, and it's time to uh, ask you the most important question that we ask on every flight on this airline. Have you seen Up in the Air? Let's talk about it. Bing bong. <laughs> Bing bong. I don't know what happens after that. I don't know what happens. Russell of Magazine. Russell of Magazine. Russell. Hi, I'm Russell of Magazine. <laughs> of Magazine. You may have seen me in movies like Big Trouble in Little Magazine. David, did you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with? Why won't the cathedral irritate the crowd? <laughs> hey, have you seen Ladybird? Girl, you know I have. Well, let's talk about it then, girl. Hella. I don't think my brain is really good at thinking of first ideas recently because yesterday my coworker Ainsley was like, my middle name starts with G, guess what it is? And I was like, grandma. (laughs) 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 And it's a great middle name or an even better first name. And I realized that naming somebody like grandma or uncle or something as their first name is just so good. Oh, like, that's so great. This is my son, Uncle Gutchie. <laughs> like, that Uncle is Gucci. amazing. Oh, <laughs> uh, hopefully this comes up. This movie did what 13 Going on 30 was afraid to do. Ooh. This can be our opening. This is very important. Okay. I'm going to start it over. This movie did what 13 Going on 30 was afraid to do. Oh, no. It mentioned 9-11. <laughs> that's true, though. It that, did. That is... That is very true. It was an immediately post-9-11 movie, and it thought about that. Yeah. 13 going on 30 did not think about that. No, no. And, like, I guess I get that 13 on 30 was going for, like, 13 going on 30 was going for, like, escapism, but... Sure, but still. But, wow. When when we realized that, I was like, holy shit, they never talked about 9-11. That's the biggest culture shock, probably, as a downtown liver in New York. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Whatever. This is not the podcast where we review 13 Going on 30 again, even though we would like to start that podcast. Yeah. We'll just, like, the podcast Mm -hmm. is just about 13 Going on 30 every, every, and it's weekly. An an even worse idea of all time. It's daily. (laughs) Daily. Before we do the next context, I need to do my segment. Oh, yeah. Uh, Come on in, Christian, to some, something I like to call the beatbox. Okay, uh, I'm not doing that. No. Uh, so the B box is the thing that I've been doing and haven't named. Where yeah, I find we finally a, named a shot, a beat, a moment from this movie that I just love. And my moment from this movie is when Lady Bird is angry about her future, which is the whole movie. Yeah, I understand. Much. <laughs> Remember that one time Lady Bird was angry about. <laughs> Remember her Remember that future? hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. So she's angry about it, and she's like, I'm never going to get into a good school. Uh, Miguel and Shelly went to Berkeley. They didn't even get a good job. Angry, angry, angry. Whoops. Uh, And then she says to Miguel, you're never going to get a real job with all that shit in your face. And he has this moment where it's like he didn't realize that he had (laughs) facial piercings. And he reaches up to his face in disbelief. Yeah. Like, Oh no, maybe I'm not gonna get a real oh, job. Yeah, it was so dumb. That is like, a really dumb moment. No Miguel, like I know that person, and no Miguel in the world goes. Oh, 
facial piercings <laughs> why you're right i didn't think so about that when oh. i got these and have had them for a clearly long time yeah i just it was and it's not the first time he's heard it either it was just so unrealistic and i just loved it so much it made yeah. me laugh out loud miguel and shelly have a lot of great beats in this moment they do. in this movie um they really do when when she's like shelly he's like what dan, dan when danny comes over <laughs> shelly what that's my name. That's my name. <laughs> Shelly. Oh, oh, she just yells oh, Shelly from Shelley. like really far away. So, oh, she's great. So good. Oh. All right. New context. Yeah. Let's do it. It's a good beatbox. Thanks. What would be the saddest ending possible for this movie? I got one more. Okay. All right. Here we go. So same situation at the end of the movie. Her mom is in the car driving away. She's like, no, parking's hard. Okay, bye. And doesn't reconcile, doesn't hug her, doesn't anything. She's driving and she starts crying. She's like, oh, no, I got to go back. So she drives back and she's, she's a little, you know, she's just on edge, freaking out a little bit. She hits a guy. She hits one of the employees of the airport. Okay. And so that employee uh, has to be rushed to, you know, the urgent care of the hospital or not at the hospital, at the airport. There's like a medic at the airport probably or something. I assume this is the case. Uh, but there's a fire at the same point in the airport and this like sort of emergency specialist has to deal with two things at once. And they're like, Oh, I don't know. And so they, they help, they help this guy and they send someone else that was an air traffic controller to go take care of the fire, which means that Ladybird's plane takes off at the wrong time and crashes. Oh my and God. And because of her mom, see the even more sad thing is not her mom dying, but her mom causing the death of Ladybird <sighs> by trying to come back to the airport <sighs> and see her. Okay. Okay. What if the guy she hits is her husband? I actually thought about that. I was yeah. like, what if she comes she back hits and him hits him and kills him? <laughs> and like, and he's dead. He's like, he fucking dies. He dies right and now. Then. Maybe, maybe Ladybird doesn't like, maybe the plane doesn't crash. Ladybird gets there, finds out her mom like Killed ran over dad. her dad. And then like, dad slaughter. that's the end of that relationship. And they hate each oh, other forever. Geez. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's sad too. Dang, it's a little more dramatic. Like yeah, it's a, it's it a is. lot more like I mean, stagey. I mean, it's uh, let's see, it's well, pretty okay. dramatic, but it's also not as like dramatic as the chain of <laughs> hitting <laughs> hitting somebody and then a fire separately is happening. <laughs> is, I couldn't think of a reason that they would have to take an air traffic controller. It still doesn't make sense. It's so ridiculous. Oh, I love it though. I just want a distraction so, yeah. that, so that a plane doesn't take so off. A plane, right. a plane crashes. God. <gasps> yeah. That's no, amazing. dad slaughter ending is a good one. It's dad bad. slaughter. It's not bad. It's not bad. Involuntary dad slaughter. <laughs> the family in this movie is very loving yes. in a weird way. Yeah, in a cool way. In a way in that a good I way. think every family should try to be, even if they don't always see eye to eye. Well, blah, blah. This has been the morality corner. <laughs> the morality corner. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not bring that back. No, please, no, no never. Is that part? Of, is that part of your beatbox? My beatbox, yeah. Is one one of the corners in the beatbox is the morality mm. corner. Yep, we don't go in that corner though. No. The other three corners are the bass, the hi hat, and the snare, <laughs> and the morality, <laughs> and the morality. Is the four corners of the bass, hi hat, <laughs> snare, morality? Morality, because every now and then you got to be like. Mm, and sp- boom, sp- do a good deed <laughs> <laughs> and it just really works you know that's what the people really want when they're waiting for the drop oh my god oh it's so fucking good <laughs> oh christ well thank you david uh I, my name is christian hagan thank you again for being with us david do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with 
Should a medium flip after the classic funeral? <laughs> Hi, it's me, a professor at the university. Come on in to our room that we call the jam. Welcome, 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 welcome. Uh, did you bring your poetry to read today? Uh, oh, yes. Okay, well, come on and slam. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, welcome to the jam, everyone. <laughs> Everybody get up. Everybody get up. Everybody it's get up. It's time to slam now. Oh, okay. Now, so so Yeah. We've got a we've got a real jam. We've got a real got a jam yeah. going on. Yeah. Again, welcome to the space jam. Thank you so much for coming. It's a jam space. All right, welcome to the jam space. Yeah. Let's let's uh All right, hit him high and hit him low with yeah. some with some <laughs> good content. <laughs> it's your chance. Do your dance. If you want. Jam. If you want. You can this, dance if you want to. In this jam space. In this jam space. <laughs> Fuck it, that's good. We'll do that. Sure. Okay. We'll just do that. A little skit. <laughs> what did you roll for charisma? Oh, it's 25. 25? Yeah. Wow. That's more than well, the it's, out of, it's out of 100. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. We're playing uh, a D100 so that's, system. That's a, that's <laughs> Welcome a, to our actual play podcast. Is there a D100? There is. I have oh, one. Right. I can show it to you later. Oh, okay. That's a weird thing <laughs> right, to say. All right, David. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm going to file a complaint. Uh, folks, I I just need to I need to make I need to apologize for my co-host here. First, it was the banana flavoring incident. Now he's sexually harassed me on the air. <laughs> I feel like I feel I feel like I have a lot to apologize for for my co-host here, and I deeply deeply apologize and promise to look into the problem. I, I appreciate it. Thank it's you. It's a full-time job you, apologizing for me. <laughs> I feel heard and validated. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> This movie is an allegory for the 2016 presidential election. Tell me how. Well, and then the the puny little Republicans who were working for him uh, turn on him at the mm, end yes and kick and, and like vehemently reject him and kick him out. Literally yeah. send him in a rocket yeah. out into space and blow him the fuck up. I, I mean, think. that's a pretty brutal ending. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, screw you, and screw you a lot. Like, yeah, screw you as goodbye. hard as you can be screwed. Goodbye forever. Yeah, he arguably got to be his own space force on the moon. Yeah, <laughs> space force. Perfect. He, he, oh. got, he got his dream. He got his dream. <laughs> his very real dream that in no way was a distraction from anything. And on the for reals, we have an opportunity to do that on November sixth. Yeah, <gasps> yes, we can get that process moving. Start building that rocket. Oh, start building that rocket. That's not a bad slogan. Actually, that it, is pretty good. It, but it it, reclu- it requires <laughs> people to make this connection to Space Jam. <laughs> well, you guys well, have yeah. like what, like two, three hundred million? Yeah, listeners. Yeah, that's yeah, a good, yeah, that's a good pull somewhere up there. Yeah, depending um, on the that's all we need. Yeah, that's all, that's all we, we just need. need. We just need our sixteen million listeners. <laughs> To go out and vote Just in get November. Out there and build that rocket. Build that rocket. Build that rocket, guys. 2018, build that rocket. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. What if it was set in a high school? I think the whole plot of this movie, if it's set in high school, is just like an Airbud movie. But Michael Jordan is Airbud. <laughs> yes. There's no rule that says a professional NBA player can't play in a high school basketball <laughs> game. <laughs> Oh my god, you're so right. Yeah, because it's it, it, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. If okay. 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 This is where Christian gets excited. Okay. 
Because you have just introduced the idea that Michael Jordan, that Michael Jordan is still adult yes. Michael Jordan, yes. and all of the adults in this movie yep. are still adults yep. except for except the Looney Tunes. Like students. all the cartoon characters uh-huh. are high school students, yep. which means, yep. which is amazing <laughs> because that means that multiple adults can play <laughs> basketball with high school students in a, like official game. Uh, yep. And it's cool. And it's cool. Bill Murray goes. He yeah. plays. It's fine. Michael Jordan plays. It's fine. Oh my God. I think that it must be an exception. And granted, it's a movie set in high school, so like it's wild Teen Wolf style sort of thing. You know? Yeah. Uh, but there must be some like the monsters, the the nerds have been caught doping or something. Oh. And like, and so that's why they make an exception to let in some adults. Oh and one God. of the adults just so happens so, to be Michael so, Jordan. So, so hang on. <laughs> okay. Once again, you have proposed a situation in which they have caught these players mm-hmm. doping yep. and their solution isn't to stop them from playing. They no. still get to play. Yeah. But well, the game has to happen. They have to be balanced out by bringing in Michael Jordan. <laughs> well, because he's technically not a basketball player. Oh my god! Because he's retired, it's so good. so it's okay. I want to. I I want to add a wrinkle. It's not as fun and goofy as as what we're, what we're no, doing. No, here. that's fine. But uh, I also like the idea that maybe he was such a star athlete in high school, and then after he left high school, he just failed miserably at just <laughs> life outside of school. <laughs> and so he's that kid that keeps coming back. Mm. Oh yeah, and he's kind of like participating. Maybe he's a super senior. Maybe he never graduated. Right. Yeah, I do like the idea that Michael Jordan has an alternate timeline in this movie. Yeah, and he just those were his glory days, and he's like uh, keeps it's coming back. Kind of a Rodney Dangerfield back like to school situation. The, the yeah. Fonz trying to dunk yeah. on everybody when he's it's, like thirty years old. It's Billy Madison, basically. Yeah, yeah. Right. When you think about it, this movie's just Billy Madison. <laughs> Pre weird little Hitler mustache, Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh Michael. Oh Michael. Like Mike. Like Mike too. That's a movie about Lil Bow Wow. That is. Yeah. That sure is a yeah. movie about Lil Bow Wow. We could Bow do wow. that one next time. We could. Uh, we probably won't. <laughs> no, I, I think that movie's best forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, wasn't it, wasn't either that or a different Michael Jordan thing at an IMAX at one point? Didn't they have Whoa. like a Michael Jordan IMAX movie? They did, yeah. yeah. I actually saw that um, at Valley Fair one time. At their yeah. big IMAX there. Huh. Right. I remember it, and I, I don't think I saw it, but I remember wanting to really bad. Mm. Um, huh. and yeah. Now I'm thinking about it like Mike. I'm like, I was like, it, it couldn't have been like Mike. That like would have been Mike. fucking wild. Here's the thing that really bumps me out about like Mike. I was really <laughs> looking forward to them building up the like Mike and Agent Cody Banks cinematic universe. Yes. <laughs> yes. But that's another episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the like Mike you. <laughs> L M A C B U. L M A C B U. Yeah, I donated to them last year. <laughs> They're doing great work. <laughs> Real ad oh, those guys. Build that rocket. <laughs> build that rocket. 2018, build that rocket. L M A C B U. We need a t-shirt that's just L-M-A-C-B-U, Build That Rocket 2018. (laughs) Well, we stumbled on our first t-shirt design for Contextual Deviant. We did it. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So that has been Contextual Deviants. David, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with? A pure queen zooms into another adapted skin. (laughs) Uh... 
Jingle Bell, Jingle Wait no, Jingle Thor, Jingle Thor, Jingle Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, that's it. <laughs> Thor is a real rags to Narok story. Um, I loved all of the Thor Ragnarok and roll music in the movie Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> well, we built this city on Thor Ragnarok and roll. Okay. But this city is not a place. Oh, it's a people. We built this people on Thor Ragnarok yes. and roll. <laughs> Brown. My name is Radagast the Brown. Um, uh, Thor Ragnarok the Brown. Thor Rad- not no, funny. no, not even no. close. Yeah. Not even close to a thing. I want to rock and roll all night and Thor Ragnarok part of every day. Part. But in there. It's a different pun. It doesn't have to do with rock. Oh, it doesn't uh, have to. But it's like the idea, like picture a scene where we're like Loki and Thor are hanging out. Yeah. And and they're trying to figure out how to how to clean something. And Loki is like, Thor, rag? And then Thor is like, nah, rock. Because he's going to, like, use a rock to, like, chip away at something. Gotcha. Thor Ragnarok with you. Okay, so here's a, here's another way to spin this that's different. I so was like, doing one. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when the mom hat comes off? Yeah, I know. When things start to get real? Yeah, yeah. things get real. Uh, hmm. Man, I don't know. The real world. Sans mom hat. Sans mom hat. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Sans Mom Hat. <laughs> <laughs> and this you... is Song Exploder. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. Oh, my, my favorite. I think my... the first time I saw Ricky Kershaw's name written down, <laughs> I was like, okay, Rich I did. All right, man. Yeah. Like, I was like, it's Risha Kishorway. To, to this right? day, it, I cannot remember where the first name ends and the last exactly. name begins. But, but in mystery. the same way. It's a altogether a very cool name. Yes, it flows very well. It flows very well, but breaking it up is very difficult. Breaking th- up is the hardest part. It's hard to do. It's hard whatever. to do. I think my favorite uh, nonviolent movement leader was Mom Hat Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> what are yours good. now? It, what I, are yours? I was, <laughs> I was about to do a Gandhi bit, then remembered. Wait, don't do the voice. Well, but then how are people uh. going to know you're doing a Gandhi bit? You know, better just to not do it. Well, I was going to say like you could just say like, "This is Gandhi." Hi, hey, I'm is- Gandhi. <laughs> Hello. You can tell by my voice. Hello, it's me, Mahatma Gandhi. Excuse me, Mamhatma Gandhi. Thank you. <laughs> I think the best tactic is usually to just do like a completely wrong accent that's not yours. Like, oh, hello, it's Mahatma Gandhi. Oh, that's is still, that that feels that's pretty still, bad. Oh, it's yeah. Too, uh, <laughs> Maybe do it's like not, Irish. Go Irish with it, folks. I'd like to apologize for my. <laughs> That was the other thing. My mom was like, you swear too much. And what's with this apologizing, apologizing for David? Apologizing for David. <laughs> she had, she was Banana taffy. <laughs> okay. It's so good. That's so, what's so funny is that like I, I, my dad obviously hasn't listened to it because he doesn't give a shit. And I don't mind that at all. Um, but he, you know, he, he was like, what? Apologizing? And I was like, oh, yeah, because it started because he said he likes banana flavoring more than bananas. And my dad's like, oh, me too. And I was like, father, No. <laughs> Yeah, that, see, that's what atrocity have you wrought? Of us. It, I, I, I am so opposite of that. That's a very interesting. I want to pick your brain a little bit. Yeah, I, there's nothing to pick. I've tried, and it's just like, oh, yep, he likes you, banana you, flavoring. You, okay. Your, brain, know, is, your brain is just made of banana taffy. And you just go, 
Well, I'll do I'll do brain pick. I'll take my I'm brain ready. picking yeah. off, off the air. Oh, yeah. oh okay. After hours, yeah. <laughs> banana style. <laughs> banana style. Okay, well that could Andrew be a w. different King thing style. after hours. Brain picking uh, after hours. We have okay. So there's at least two new podcasts under the mom hat. Yep. And brain picking after hours. Brain picking after hours. <laughs> good. Good. Mm-hmm. We can just do brain picking after hours right after this podcast. Okay. Christian can leave. Hey, I'm two hosts, man. I'm yeah. at least the size of two hosts. The yeah. hostess with the mostest. I do eat the most hostess. Um, mm. See, that's a fun. That's a fun fat Ooh, joke. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> this see is, now that's a fun fat joke, guys. This is how it's done. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you know how I laugh at fun fat jokes. Yeah. Ho 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 ho. Nice. Because of ho hos and Santa's fat. Oh. Levels, layers. Yeah, yeah, see, now that's a way to describe a fun fat joke. Yeah, that's how you describe a fun fat joke. Thank people. you for tuning into our comedy <laughs> podcast, where, but not our funny comedy podcast, but our comedy <laughs> podcast where we tell you how to make jokes. Our podcast is about comedy, computer. not yes. a comedy podcast. It's exactly. called Comsplaining. 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 Comsplash? No. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Comstain. <laughs> is that good? <laughs> Comstaining. <laughs> See, now we combine them. It's great. I think we got it. Comstaining is so. Join cool. us on our Comstain couch. <clears throat> oh oh no! As oh, we record, no. as we no. record, it's just on our Comstain couch. It's too many jokes in uh, one thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the offshoot of contextual deviance. The Comstain couch. God damn, we're so good at this. Yeah. Well, so I wonder how that's gonna sound under the mom hat. <laughs> Give us the clean flicks version of this movie. First of all, none of them can be referred to as gods. Ooh, Ooh that's going to be tough right off the bat. That's going to yeah. change quite a bit. No, actually, I think it's easy. Is it? Guys. <laughs> you just <laughs> dub it. You just dub every line. <laughs> guys. I'm the guy of guy. thunder. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, what so, are you the so... guy of again? <laughs> yeah. So See, it's great. That it's actually so is pretty great. Yeah. But when Hella. <laughs> So when Hell introduced it, I am the Gaius of Death. The, the Gaius, Gaius of death. death. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But the mighty eagle Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> that one doesn't even fucking nice. You would have to know that song and that John Ashcroft yeah. sang it. Yeah, at the fucking the mighty eagle Thor. It's yeah, pretty good. It's yeah. So bad. Yeah. 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 Is the word soar in the song Fly Like an Eagle? If it is, I don't want to (laughs) know. I am done looking up the lyrics to that song for you, David. (laughs) I'm not your personal lyrics to the song. (laughs) What do I look like? Songmeanings.com? What am I, genius? What am I, the lyrics to this song fly like an eagle? <laughs> Who am I, Seal? God. I love that song so much. You can kiss this rose in the ass. In the ass. Kissed by my rosebud. Rosebud is a butthole. Oh, nice. Oh. In some circles. I didn't. So that's sure? what Susan Cain's about? 
Oh, the sled, the sled was it. a metaphor for his butthole. For his butthole. I don't know if it's his butthole or if there's like a particular butthole he's thinking of. I think it's more the idea of a butthole. Well, the, my, the idea. Of the yeah, sled was yeah. called. A butthole Rose. is not a place. It's a people. <laughs> a butthole well, is not a place. It's a butthole. It's just a butthole. Well, hey, it's just a butthole. If you really think about it, uh, the sled. Roseblood is a great name. Roseblood. Ugh. Ugh. Oh. Rosebud Ugh. is a great name for a sled because it really is a butthole. Butthole. Oh, bud. How are there? I'm going to roll it back. Yeah, yeah let's start this. A butthole? <laughs> <laughs> a sled is really a butthole when you think about it. <laughs> when you get down to it. No, Rosebud is a great name for a sled because it's really a uh, butthole transport. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you skipped like the two middle syllables. Yeah. Butthole transport. Then you went <laughs> yeah. right to right to that one. Fun. Or you could also say <laughs> that rose blood is a great name for a sled because a sled is a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> you could, and maybe you, someone did. Some, someone maybe <laughs> maybe has. That is a pretty good. You could. You know, say. I think it's a great. I think a great man once said. <laughs> Rose, uh, blood Rose is a blood great is a great name, name for a sled. is a butthole. <laughs> and that brings me to what we're talking about today. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Cue the theme. <laughs> this has been my TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> you might say a you Rose Blood is a great a name for a sled. <laughs> Just really disrupting. <laughs> disrupting. <laughs> All right, David, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with? The thrifty sock can't bone the frame. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Oh, right. Hi, Ava. I want to ask you some questions. Uh, uh, Okay. See see if you you lie to me. Oh, okay, sure. Oh, no. I'm uncomfortable. I'm just a Gleason. <laughs> Question one. Question one. Have you seen the movie Ex Machina? No. Lie. Ah, truth. Yes. Good. Thank you. Question two. Do you want to talk about it? Yes. Lie. No. Lie. Maybe. Good enough. <laughs> it turned into Galadriel Good at the enough, end. Yeah. And, and some, some things. <laughs> it's my favorite fucking line in that movie. It's so good. You know what's good? Yeah, I'll tell you. What's something, good? Something that's good. Uh-huh. This, this week on What's Good with Dave, <laughs> I'm going to talk to you about what's good. What's good, girl? That's our theme song. Okay. So uh, more Short of a sting, actually, but you yeah. know, it's fine. Oh, Sting did it. I'm really glad that Sting was in this movie <laughs> as one of the headless women that he creates. Yeah. Uh, that was Sting in a suit. Oh. Uh, it, it was really good. But the Sting other got good... nice titties, though. No, no, those were fake, too. Oh, gosh. Sting has terrible titties. Oh, no. <laughs> the... I'm so sorry, Sting. <laughs> the other good thing about this movie is that it wasn't a podcast. Because if it was a podcast, we wouldn't have gotten those head tilts. And I don't think it would have done as good. Yeah. Superlatives, who won, who lost, and why. There uh, there does exist in this movie uh-huh. a web of trickery. 
Oh, you don't say. There <laughs> Let does me exist, tell you. There does exist in this movie a web of trickery. That does. That does. And forth, forthwith I managed to ask you this question. Perhaps who, who present in this film would be considered a victor in the web of trickery? Tell me now or hold your peace until we chance meet again. Oh my god. I don't know what this is. I don't either, but I'm, sorry. I'm along for the ride. Well, hop on my horse and carriage and we'll jimmy off into the world of <laughs> possibilities. Oh, a gangster. Oh, you must be a gangster. <laughs> you must be a gangster. Oh, who perhaps wins in this web of trickery? This is, this is my favorite Dizzy Rascal verse. What, I, you know, what, I, what I'm saying is... Oh, you is, must be a gangster. <laughs> So, who, who... Fix up, look sharp! God damn That's good, though. I would say worst drawing on paper of something was every time that Nathan wrote a sticky note and put it on that wall of sticky notes, <laughs> which is the stupidest thing to do. I get it. It looked cool. What are you doing? You're a programmer. <laughs> like, what are hey, you doing? sticky notes are valuable, man. They, you can use them for... You. They're, they're, they're modular. Valuable. You can use them for anything. I'm going to start a cryptocurrency called Sticky. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to. I'll I'm, buy I'm it. not kidding. I'm okay. going to. Sticky coin. Sticky coins. I've got sticky coins. They, oh. You hold them forever. <laughs> you can't drop them. You can't drop them. Sticky coins. Sticky coins. Stick your friends. <laughs> sticky coins. Stick them like the knife in X Mackin. Oh, shit. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Best stab goes to. The robots. Best, yeah. Best stab best is a tie. Stab. It's a tie between the two robots. <laughs> Worst stab goes to Caleb cutting Caleb, himself with correct. that. With not, that a not a good not stab. Not a good stab. It's more of a slice. Stab. More of a. Sli- uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need to remember best stab because best I think stab. I think that's an important superlative for is, future. If, if this had come up for Thor Ragnarok, there would oh, be yeah. a lot of options. There yeah, were a lot true. of stabs. A lot of stabs. No, I think best stab is really important. I think I think this is. This is <laughs> is not something that I want to forget. I really hope we'll do like a kids movie and we'll get <laughs> yeah. like to best the sand stab. lot and it'll just be the best stab. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson's nitpicky realism corner. Whose pornography profile <laughs> number one is like specific enough that it's like, here's this one type of person <laughs> that is most alluring to this guy and we can tell and we number can one. Tell. And it's just like, you know, a normal human yeah. woman who doesn't like she's pretty, but like she's not remarkable, really. Like she's she doesn't she has just sort of like short normal hair. She dresses right. like a normal person. Yeah. She's not like like I feel like <laughs> I feel like I just imagine that Caleb goes to porn dot com yeah. and he just types in the search bar normal yeah <laughs> that's just, exactly it is like, it's like it's like if if she is supposed to be based uh, on his pornography profile what is his pornography profile and the fact that that exists in the first place what are you what do you mean that, what that, are you doing that, what are you up to? that's bizarre that's also nitpicky but like but who like, says pornography profile but like like what 
searches yeah. is he doing? That, yeah, it let's that assume it's based on searches because that's yeah. you know right. Like that, that, that's what I think that's they're what getting. It have at. To is be. It, yeah. I think when he says pornography profile, I think he means like like a like yeah. a sort of he doesn't mean of like Caleb sixty nine four twenty xoxo on porn dot com. Like no. that's not what he means. No. He doesn't. How have did you know my porn. screen? Name? I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you for outing me. Yeah, yeah, go get him, Docs <laughs> Christian. Docs, docs my porno pornography profile. <laughs> Give him bad Yelp reviews on, on porn. pornography.com. God, what a great website. So good. Yeah. So good. Shout should, out to we pornography.com. Buy, we should buy that website. <laughs> that should be our URL. Uh, do you know how expensive that Actually, would be? Oh, I'm sure. It did too much. Fucking incredible. Too much. Um, but uh, we'll talk about business off the air. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. The the that is very. So, so, that's a very. So my good point. nitpick is my nitpick point. is yeah. What the fuck is his pornography profile and how did it lead to that? Mm-hmm. Like to her. Like what is he searching for? That's a great question. I have no idea. Unless it's like Alicia Vikander. <laughs> hey, and like, you know what? Very prescient of him since she was not famous uh, at the time. Exactly. Unless this movie is set in a near future in which she had starred <gasps> in the movie Ex Machina and was famous. <laughs> but and now... for some reason he doesn't say, oh, she looks exactly like Alicia Vikander. <laughs> and you know, now that I think about it, this is Ex Machina. Guys, <laughs> Nathan, I think you're going to die. <laughs> like, wait a minute, I've been here before and I just realized yeah. now that I'm finally in the bunker <laughs> and trapped forever trapped. that this is exactly the plot of that movie <laughs> I like with that actress I like. At the end. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't because he forgot what most of the movie was. He remembered seeing it. He kind of yeah. remembered some parts about it. Yeah, it's hard to follow. Lots it's of like, shots of nature and yeah, then rocks. It's, like, and waterfalls it's very slow. And, yeah, and yeah, he kind of fell asleep in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Wait a minute. This is ex machina. Wait a minute. Oh, this is ex machina. Shit. Oh, no. oh I should have paid more attention to that Wait, movie. He, he googles ex machina porn <laughs> and Alicia Vikander porn, and that's a, why <laughs> key cards. What the <laughs> key, cards? key cards you literally have facial recognition technology that's you 100%. made the key card with facial recognition technology that's and then true. you made a key card that anyone can take yeah. and use and what are you doing he would have like biometric yeah. sensors he would have all sorts of things rfid chips what or some shit earth? like he yeah yeah, you're right. No. Key cards is the least efficient like, way of oh, dealing well, with that. But this is a 90s golden eye video game, so we have to have key cards. What? <laughs> this is Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yeah. It's like he, yeah. they had to find so, a so way <laughs> for him to be able to so they were like, he has, oh, to, he has to have a key card, then he has to take it to the to the <laughs> furnace to yeah. melt it down into two key cards. But then in he has order to take to that activate to the, the frozen thing. room yeah. to, to like to the freezer to melt God. it to freeze that into yeah, a third key exactly. card. Yeah. He needs to freeze the pipes so the water stops flowing so we can turn the valve so that he he can turn the furnace back off so that he can get into the third level yep. to get the key to unlock the locker in the basement. Yeah. You know. Video ex machina. Games, right? Ex machina. Ex machina. You know, ex machina. You know, ex machina. David, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with? Those dentists named the ship Titanic. <laughs> uh, all right. Do you guys, guys want to try to play the intro game that I came up with? Yeah. Wait, game? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. This is my little treat. So I thought it would be fun as an experiment to do sort of like the audio equivalent of pin the tail on the donkey. What? And the way we do that is I've got a clip of Neil Breen from Fateful Findings when he has maybe the longest pause in cinematic history. And I'm going to just I'm just going to play that. I'm just going to play that real quick so we all know what it sounds like. 
What? I've been so supportive of you. So supportive. <laughs> and so I would like us all, without looking at each other and without timing it exactly right, see if we can perfectly nail that pause together uh, 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 as a crew. Okay. As a group. Crew. No, crew. It's crew. crew. Okay. Yeah. We're K R U crew. Okay. So we're gonna have to we're gonna all say I've been so supportive of you and then we're gonna okay. pause and without looking at each other, we're going to try as hard as we can to nail the exact timing of him saying so supportive. Wait, but but we can't look at each other we can't look at each other <laughs> to cue each other in this okay is, this is the okay. game can you play it one more time yeah, yeah. uh no because i don't want you to cheat oh, damn it yeah <laughs> you, i know your game david but i wanted to i know cheat. your game david <laughs> all right guys we're gonna try it you ready uh, ready okay, here yes, we go sure. here we go wait are we say well how, how i don't know how this works <laughs> all right well we don't have to say the first part but w- when he says his thing then we have to say so supportive and try to nail it exactly where he does. I, I like that better. That's I less understand. stressful. All right, okay. fine. Here we go. Okay. All right. What? I've been so supportive of you. So, so supportive. supportive. Oh, hey, we kind of got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was good. <laughs> Do we want to try one more time just to make sure? No, no, no cheating. <laughs> What status quo is this movie protesting and how? It, uh, psychiatry. It definitely has some stuff to say about therapists oh. and psychiatry. Okay. In that, what? In that he has two psychiatrists, one of whom <laughs> isn't <he>? real, <laughs> and the other one keeps giving him pills that exactly. he doesn't want to take. Oh, well, I don't know. Do, do you think he, he... I don't know. <laughs> Are they real? It's Are they ridiculous. real? I don't know. There's no explanation. <laughs> yeah. If they're not pushing pills, they're ghosts. That's true. Hey, that's I've always said that about psychiatrists. I'm glad this movie finally <laughs> finally brought it to the forefront. If they're not if they're not if they're not pushing pills, they're ghosts. Are you saying that we should kill psychiatrists that aren't pushing pills. <laughs> okay. No. All right. <laughs> this no. is an interesting turn. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh boy, that, uh, that took a twist. Let's let's uh, end your rebuttal, Matthew. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> no. I'm not. That's it. Love it. I'm, I'm actually having a hard time remembering. You can cut this out uh, because I feel like they're very similar. Like I can't, I can't figure out which scenes took place in a talking cat and which scenes <laughs> took place in Faithful Findings because they both have like a pool kind of yeah and homework maybe yes. and like beds with nurses but like one of them has a magic cat and Eric Roberts in it and one of them has Neil Breen. <laughs> I don't know. I just I feel like a lot of the middle of the movie is like running running yeah. together in my mind. And you know what? I would watch the shit out of that movie <laughs> if it was Just, both Fateful oh, Findings yeah. and a Talking Cat. Yeah, oh my god, good. that's oh a my dream. God. Oh my yeah. god, a Fateful a... Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Push Time it. to start a religion. Conceive a religion based on this movie. I mean, it's got an or it's got a very churchy origin story. Two kids in the woods find uh, some magic rocks that then allow them to the save classic <laughs> origin classic story origin story then when they grow up they save the world by revealing government and corporate secrets 
a very churchy origin. A very, story. a very well, classic churchy origin. Story. Going out in the woods and finding some rocks that like reveal the truth that actually is a little bit Mormon to bring that back. Oh, hey, yeah, a of yeah take that one. Yeah, yeah. You thought I was done. <laughs> <laughs> you Wait. thought I was done having been raised Mormon. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! You kind of got it though. Going out into the wilderness and finding rocks and taking down giants. Yeah, that's ah. David and Goliath. Bo- that bo- is bo- some bo- David bo- Goliath shit. Yeah. Bo- bam! Classic churchy Classic origin churchy, story. Like you said. Like I. You're right, Christian. Said. We should never have doubted you. You, you solved it. I did. <laughs> All the secrets have been revealed yeah. now. <laughs> that was a faithful. That, ASMR, that was a true I never knew what fight. ASMR stood for until now. Do you know what ASMR is? Stand for Mars. It's no, it's Roman <laughs> Mars. It stands for Roman Mars. It's, ro- it's just Roman Mars. <laughs> it was named after Roman Mars. No, actually, what does it stand for though? I don't know. <laughs> but not audio Mars. sensory Roman Mars. Mars, <laughs> comma Roman. <laughs> Perfect. Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> so, David, did you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with this week? I do. A closet bubbles? <laughs> Wake up, motherfucker. It's time for the show. Oh, yeah. That's a line from Serenity. <laughs> was that? That was a reaver, right? That was, yeah. When, they, when re- they first come down on the planet. What if the reavers the weren't like like evil cannibal or whatever? They were just like 93X hosts. <laughs> You're welcome to the half-assed reaver show. <laughs> But it's a half ass because I cut off your other ass. And eat it. What would be the saddest ending possible for this movie? So picture this. There's a fire at the airport. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's a fun joke for everybody to enjoy. So so Um, good. Uh, Be sure to check our Ladybird episode. What if every time we told a callback joke, we had to we like had to reference, reference it? We had to like, yeah, we had to put in like a footnote. Like, it's a great idea. And like, sure. especially if we recorded the footnote separately, and I just spliced it in like really rough, or like For put more a robot information about this joke David just made. Yeah, go to page fifteen. You get the like program that into the contextual computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could. It's yeah. a lot of work. I could try. It would, it would suck, but I could try. Uh, you know, the, like Simon and Kaylee have that conversation about how like they uh, they've been flirting, and he was flirting. like they've been flirting, and he was like I like flirting with you. This is my Simon impression. So, I think it's pretty good. It's so like good. kind of on point. So I've been flirting with you, Kaylee, and I think maybe I'd like to God, I'd like to risk it for the biscuit if you know what I'm oh, saying. It's and so painful. I mean, I haven't seen the movie in like a little bit, but I'm pretty sure that is 100% an exact <laughs> recreation of the scene. So bear with me. <laughs> if you didn't want to watch the movie Serenity, I apologize because I'm essentially yeah, just yeah. putting so, it in spo- front spoilers, of you right now. <laughs> spoilers for Serenity. <laughs> um, he says, what did he say? Risk it with a biscuit? Risk what? it for the biscuit. Risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> Now, David, I have to ask, and I, I know this could kill the joke a little bit. Did you come up with risk it for the biscuit? No, no, God, no. no. Okay. People say that all the time about, like, getting, Do they? getting pooned. I'm going to stop yeah. you right there. People that also Do say- Do they? <laughs> well, okay, people don't say it all the time. I feel like I've heard it at least a few times about specifically men doing toxic things and 
trying to get with women that they probably don't even know. Risk it's it that the that's biscuit. the context in which I know what the phrase a line. risk it for the biscuit, which I assume or I have always assumed means the vagina. But it could actually just be a phrase that people used to say about like, oh, you trying know, to get biscuits, you have but to in the <laughs> most difficult way possible. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Like, oh man, these, oh man, those biscuits are over on the opposite side of this lake of fire. Oh dang. Oh well, but but I gotta risk it for the biscuit. I must literally risk it for the actual biscuit, (laughs) sir. If you go to KFC one more time, I'm sure you're going to have a massive heart attack. I'll just have to risk it for the biscuit. So welcome to our show where we come up with ways to use idioms that are very literal. <laughs> and I love it. All right. Okay. I think their their ship certainly would not have been repaired. I think uh, the ending montage could just be instead of a, a sort of feel good. Well, we lost a couple people, but we'll get back in the air and we'll keep flying because you know what? That's what cowboys do or whatever he says. Yeah, that is what cowboys do. You can't do. take the sky from Famous, me. I'm a cowboy. Famously, cowboys known for flying a yep. lot. I'm just going to fly this spaceship through the sky because that's what cowboys do. <laughs> Malcolm Reynolds. Uh but essentially this sort of heartwarming, we're going to keep at it and we're going to keep trucking in this space truck. Instead of that, the space truck doesn't get fixed. No. Uh, and they all have to just get normal ass jobs that are miserable. Like there's like Zoe in a factory and she's like oh, making shoes. Space and factory? She's like, Ugh, yeah, space factory. Ugh, even worse. Even worse. Uh, working for the for the evil empire, you no, know. No. Or the the alliance. Know, the alliance. Yeah, working for the alliance. Making, and Jane is like a space office temp. Right. Or like, may, yeah, he's definitely a temp. He's like getting coffee. Yeah. And like little space people coffee. that he hates. <laughs> yeah, little space people that he hates are like, get me some space coffee, space intern. <laughs> and then he and has not to, too much space cream this time. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's true. I, the other nice thing about having uh, having a completely comprehensive knowledge of this movie is that we remember exactly how many things they call space things, <laughs> which is most of them. So that's like kind of a space direct things. pull from the script of yeah. like the space everything. The like, ships, though, not spaceships. No, they're just ships. They're just ships. Yeah, it's a really subtle, ni- nice job, Joss. Yeah, Whedon. good. Nice jo- job. You know, this is why this is why he's so revered <laughs> because he knows when fans, to use. He knows space. when and when not to use the word space. That's pretty sad for the operative. That's sad for him, <laughs> right? Yeah, not necessarily the villain the of the think, movie. Well, but I think they also do a pretty good job of like humanizing him at the end of the movie I to make it so. seem like yeah. seem like you know he he was following his beliefs and of course he was he was wrong, right? But he but he tried his best. I I think if you add that to like all of the other sort of old person slash diaper <laughs> scenarios that we've created, that I think that that makes old a, person slash diaper. <laughs> It's a category that I sort by oh, quite often. On Pornhub? Oh, God. Old person slash diaper. My porn profile. My pornography, Your pornography profile. profile. Shout outs to X Machina. See, this, this callback system is working out pretty great. Yeah, thanks for the reference. What if this was a romantic comedy? Or if it is, what if it was a romantic tragedy M? Tra- tragedy I- M? Tragedy M? Like Let's... rated M for mature? <laughs> I'm going to guess that that was a... Uh, Mistake, but <laughs> so what would it be called? Serenity Dippity. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nailed it! Jesus uh, H. Fuck. Or Love Galactually. <laughs> nailed it again. Two for two. All right, can I get one more? 
13 going on 30 light years away. That's not a nope, joke. That's that's hey, you know how jokes go. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> Welcome back to the Comstain couch. <laughs> oh, the Comstain couch. Uh be sure to listen to our Thor Ragnarok episode. <laughs> Uh, in the meantime, David, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with? Doesn't Larry fight every evening? <laughs> Thank you for listening to Contextual Deviance. You can find more information about us online at our website, contextualdeviance.wordpress.com. You can tweet at us at textdeviance. You can email us at contextualdeviance at gmail.com. Thanks to Minneapolis's own The Badman for the use of their song Gun Tonic off the album Eat Clean. This has been Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen, and have a nice day. Have a nice day! It's fucking Larry. He's always fighting. It's, it's like, I get it. You gotta fight. You gotta fight. But Larry. This is my fight song. <laughs> my name is Larry. <laughs> yeah, that was the alternate version. Yeah. She actually did a cover of that song for every fan that donated to her Kickstarter for that song yeah. with their name. Yeah. <laughs> this is my fight song. My name is blank. And then whatever it was, they would, they would put it in there. And by the time she got to like Xavier, she's like, yeah. Xavier. And yeah, her voice was raspy. just gone. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, if your name was less or more than two syllables, she just put Larry in there. So oh, there's okay. a lot of people that got a custom oh, man. version. Those, that's poor, just, like, those poor people. I know. Yeah. But they've got a new life as a Larry, and that's good. Mm.